Hey family, it's your girl, Ms. Jane Renee, and this is my podcast, Rose, Gold, and Magnolia. And today's episode, today's segment is about not beating yourself up in your healing journey. You're like, what you mean, do I feel because I'd be beating myself up? Well, no, then, then you'll be a little cuckoo, but it's okay. We all got a little crazy in us. But what I mean is giving yourself the benefit of the doubt and having faith in enjoying the journey. Now, don't get me wrong. The journey is not the easiest thing. It really isn't. And being transparent, it goes through a lot of shadow work. Shadow work is probably the biggest part of the journey. I think in the beginning of the healing journey, you go through a really dark shadow work, like insecurity, you know, in the childhood trauma, abuse, all that stuff, it starts to come up, reflect. And then as, as the journey goes along, you start to see it gets a little lighter, a little lighter. But there are things that still are going to resurface for you to work on. Like today, I found myself being a little emotional today because it's like, you know, some things are unbelievable. And it's like you got into this point where everything is feeling like it's going the way it should and it's just like and even talk about it I get emotional because it's like how did I get this to this point where I'm really focused on my goal I'm attacking everything I, I you know I'm on my goal attacking all my goals I'm, I'm focusing on my, my self-love so focus on self-center uh centering myself not self-centered centering myself working on my inner inner work, the inner self-work, um, self-love, self-care, working with my kids, you know, making sure they do well in school and just attacking their goals and staying focused. Even when our obstacles may come at our way and trying to balance family, work, career, school, and everything in that moment, you get that it feels good, too good to be true. And I wanted, I wanna let you guys know something. When you get to that moment, believe it. And you know why it gets scary? Because it's like, I never felt this feeling before. It is unusual. And it really gets scary, y'all. It's just like, oh my God, why do I feel like this? And I feel like my anxiety starts to like play talk with me a little bit, but it is a beautiful feeling. And it's like when you get to a point where you're proud of yourself, that you don't need outside validation, that you don't need the drama, you don't need the conflict to feel comforting. And that's another thing. When you get afraid, don't backtrack. Backtrack. And I want what I mean about what I mean about that is when you go through a lot of trauma and heartache and pain and you're damaged, it does become and I don't want to say second nature, but it does become a comfort, like a like a like a blanket. And it's like when you don't have that, you feel like you need it. And that's a drug. That's an addiction. You have to keep fighting. You have to keep feeling, feeling your cup, feeling that cup. Like I deserve this. Don't psych yourself out of it because if you do, you're gonna go back to those uncomfortable situations, and you're gonna start becoming. 
vulnerable in a way where it hurts again. And you you have to always remind yourself like you you've gotten this far to get away from it. Don't allow yourself because you we can be our biggest worst enemy. But not allowing outside noise as well to pull you back into that. See, I've always had this save, save mentality to save other people. And I forgot and neglected myself to save myself. Like, who's going to save the healer? Who's going to save the one that's been trying to save others? Telling people the gospel. When I mean the gospel, the message of God and telling people how good God is. You can save people in a way where... You know how they say you love people at a distance? You use your message at a distance, but you vocalize it, strengthen it in a way where it has purpose. A lot of times, you know, in the beginning of the podcast, I thought it was, it helped me escape what I've gone through in the past, but it led me to hear, it led me to this point to know that this is one of my purpose. To use and vocalize the greater good of the days that I'm having that right now and to let people know that they are real. I've shown people from the beginning of the process to now. And it's like, how can I reach people if I can't love other people that I've been wanting to reach? You can. Vocalize. If you want to use your voice or any art if you're a creator, creative, con- content creator, digital creator, tap into your gifts, your skills, your talents, and use it in a way where you can mainstream your purpose, your message. Your message is your purpose. Let me tell you something. And I started to tweet the social media algorithm because it's like I have a big following on Facebook. I have a great, okay following on TikTok. Twitter's not so great. Instagram, I used to have a big following, but I'm tweaking it still. But I noticed that the numbers will play with you. It's not about that. Stop focusing on what the numbers look like and just go in it freely and do what you got to do. I feel like when it's genuine and it's not about competition, when it's, not, when it's not about who's actually listening, who's not actually listening. When it's you just stepping into your purpose and utilizing it in a positive message and you genuinely doing it for a heart, those things will come. And I didn't realize that till now. It becomes an addiction. And a lot of things that we see in a lot of people, again, you are who you attract. Definitely on the surf- surface of who you are. And we have to be honest with that. Like a lot of things that I've seen in other people definitely was in myself. And I definitely had to heal from a lot of things that I was showcasing myself to others. As I said, a lot of times we get into the victimization and blaming others, but it always results back to ourselves. We're all good people in this world. We all have great intentions, but... The other side of us, it can become a monster if we don't um, build some awareness and reflect on it. We have to look in the mirror. When you start seeing 
those ugly traits or ugly flaws, and we call them flaws. A lot of times our flaws is what people see the most. And believe it or not, they can make a big difference in who you are. You see yourself as a good person, but, excuse me, you see yourself as a good person, but what do others, and it's like, what do other, and that's important, what do others see, see you as? So, when you start hearing certain things over and over, over and over, from not even just, you know, your inner circle, but outer circle, if you start hearing it, it's because that's what you need to work on. Not taking things so personal. Don't let it get to you. Stop thinking everybody's your friend. Like These are the things that I have to work on, had to work on. And I'm still gradually getting there. As much as I want to help everybody, I won't. But I will help somebody. And that's all that matters to me. Because I feel like it's bigger than me. It's about me as well, though. So don't forget about yourself in the midst of your purpose because you are the purpose. You are the purpose. You make the purpose of what it is. Your destiny is to be great no matter what people tell you, no matter what you've gone through. You got to love the good and the bad of your journey because it made you who you are today. It wasn't the easiest part. It wasn't the easiest thing to see. But you've gotten here. It's so hard because our past sticks in our subconscious. It's like, how do we get rid of these bad thoughts? It's like a disease. You know, there's cures all over the world, organically. If you do the right, do the right work, do the work. Gradually, that disease will disappear. I believe in cures. The biggest cure in the world that we need is love. The biggest cure that we need is in this world is self-reflection. It's honesty. It's trust. It's loyalty. We're so afraid to give that to people because we've been through so much. And it's sometimes we, it's like we don't know who to give it to because we've been through such a journey with the individuals that, and you got to understand something too before I get to that point. You have to be mindful everybody's in their own journey. Don't lose faith in people. And we, do, we tend to do that. Don't lose faith in, within yourself either. But don't worry about other people. Allow them to seek that faith within themselves. But with whom I am, I don't lose faith in people. But I do ask God to give them faith to be better individuals for themselves. God's going to align you with the right environment. Don't focus on that. Focus on your environment. But always have faith in the midst of everything you encounter. Any situation or person you can encounter. There's a purpose behind everything. So it's not the easiest thing to endure or... You know, the part of that part of the journey is not the easiest, but it's well worth it. Now, I always talk about isolation and, and, and um, elimination in life. And as much as that 
issue, it gives you hope. It gives you hope in a better tomorrow. And it, it just helps you gain more of, how you say it, courage and to keep going. And just knowing that Just knowing that things are are gonna align, and that this journey is not easy. That's why I said don't don't beat yourself up over everything you encounter during this journey because things are supposed to happen the way it's supposed to. I want to go back prior to the segment for yesterday, like not trying to control the situation. Allowing God to be in control of everything. I think this is, for me, my journey is to allow him to have control. And I think, you know, as days go on, it's just realizing, like, you're not in control right now. Just stop trying to be in control of everything that you're trying to get done. It's going to happen. Do your part. Do the part that you do have control over. And let everything align. Let everything else align the way it's supposed to, organically. You know, it's like it's something new. So it's like, how do I release that form of control? And it's just really just laying your hair down, meditation, breathing. Not even having it as a thought. I think when we think of it and overthink it and overanalyze it, that's when we're trying to force ourselves to have control. And that right there is an issue because it's like you start to think of a plot to us. It's like when you get to that point that you really need to just take a step back. It's so important because, like I said, that part of the journey is not for you to have control. Is to really let things meet in its course. And I hope I simplify that in a way where that's understandable. Like, don't worry about how things are going to pan out. I think we're more trying to race to the future or re- race to the point of no return. Or, you know, it's, a ve- it's very important to just be present and to know that God is going to protect you. He's guiding you along the way. He's sending a sign of synchronicity so you can see them. That's another thing, too. Fear will allow those things to be blinded. I think a lot of times, I'm not going to lie, when my anxiety starts to act up and I get afraid. Like I say, that comfortability thing to like backtrack, it starts to blind those signs. Because I, I, you know, God was in signs and people, music books, songs, like when you read things, when you see things, you can feel it. Energy is real. That's why I said being a solitude and isolation is so important. As I don't get upset no more when people don't reach out and stuff like that, because I feel like everybody is going through a transition right now. And some people just don't want to reach out. (laughs) And that's okay. But that's, that's, that's where I say the control thing. I gotta, you. I had to learn to allow people to live their own lives, but it's just there's there's levels to things too. Don't so don't get it twisted. But in the midst of that, 
I always have to be mindful and don't take things so personal when it comes to things like that. Cause I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a big baby when it comes to like people I love. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've always been a big baby, but I've never been. And people misconstrue. I'm a Pisces, right? They say we're possessive, we're controlling, we can't be, and we can't be clingy. But to a certain extent, now I believe in astrology. We all have different traits, different zodiacs in our chart. I am a Pisces sun, Gemini moon, and Aquarius rising. So a lot of times I'll get into that big baby mood, but then I'll detach. So it depends on the circumstances, the, per- the persons, the environment. So I don't like to, to play my hand or deal with my cards in front of people or tell them how I move, but I know how to work around my, 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 my charts. <laughs> Let's say that. But my son, with whom I am, because I'm a Pisces at heart. Everybody knows that. I rep the Pisces gang. I'm a big baby when it comes to people I love. And what I mean by that, I'm very passionate. Very passionate with the people I love. And people tend to misconstrue my kindness for weakness. I've never been a weak person. I used to hear that a lot. Don't be weak. Can't be weak. Gotta have a backbone. I used to hear that. I, didn't, I despise those people that talk like that not despise I just despise the talk like that if you are a person that's an empath a person that loves really hard you're not weak you just love differently and people need to respect and understand and if they don't they need to move along everybody doesn't love the same I love the way I love so if you hear my my microphone muffling because I keep Touching my chest, you know, because I'm being passionate about this segment today. But, you know, just be mindful of talk like that because you know yourself. But, yeah, people tend to think that Pisces are weak because they're very kind. And we do allow people to, we give people a lot of chances over and over and over and over because we do see the potential. But that that becomes a very bad thing for us. Because we don't see what's really going on sometimes. We kind of like build this illusion in this fairy world, fairy tale world, and it's not what it really seems to be. So when we come down from cloud nine into reality, it hurts us deeply to the point we will go in isolation. We'll go right back in the water to cleanse, to purify. To get back and tap into God, and we know we're very spiritual people, so we know when we're away from the God, from our Father, you know our source. We know we know when we detach from, we can feel it. And when we when we when we swam so far from the spiritual world, it's like we we start going in the deep depths of the ocean, and that's where darkness come in. And when we get there, we know we're not no longer in the light. So when we lost our way, we got to find our way back to the light. And that's when people like, oh, she did, she that, she's flip-floppy. She... No, it's just like we're adapting to our environment. And because we love you so much, we self-sacrifice. I want people to understand that we will sacrifice everything about us just so we could be next to you. And it sounds so obsessive, but it's it's not even that. 
Again, we want to save everybody, but we just can't. And we forget to save ourselves. We forget that we have to love ourselves and hold ourselves to the high stature that we really are to be. And people talk so bad. I see so many people bash Pisces, Pisces this, Pisces that. You don't know a true Pisces unless you know a true Pisces. And that's one thing about it. I think we kind of resemble a lot with the Geminis because Geminis, you, you never know which way they're going. Pisces, you never know which way they're going because they swim in this way, they swim in that way. And we, we have the yin and the yang. We have the black fish, we have the white fish. And, that, and that's the good and the bad. People think that's the good and the bad. It's more than just the good and the bad. It's so many dualities with that. I'm telling you. But I'm not going to get deep into it. I can't, like I said, we don't ever like to play our hand. But you, the, the part that people see of us is the loving part. They see the little badass side of us. Excuse my friends. But we're so much more than that. We just show you what's on the surface because that's what we're supposed to show you. But when a Pisces is full in love and growing and immaturity and just learning to love and put themselves first and fill in their cup, you see a Pisces blossom. And then when that we have our power back, it's like we got to hold on to it. Because we've, we've known, we've been through so much and have sacrificed so much, we get to a point where we can't go back to that no more. And we can't go back to those ways because it doesn't, Help us with our growth. And you have people, individuals that will try to test that and, you know, still be in an immature mindset and stuff like that. And we just can't afford it anymore. And that's just not just with Pisces, with anybody. Anybody that's growing and that's in a place in life where they just can't jeopardize. It's like, if, you, if you're going to come with me, you got to grow with me. If you're not going to grow with me, just go go about your journey. We will wish you well. But, you know, if you are in your healing journey, take your time with it. And what I mean take your time with it is just have grace and have mercy and, you know, be gentle with yourself. Have faith. Be encouraged. Stay in the word. If you're not a big Bible reader, I advise you download some apps. Daily words, you know, talk to God. Talk to him like he's your homie. Have a sacred place sacred place where it's you, you know, anything that feels like spiritual comfort, make it your own space with you and God. And tap in, get a again, I, I utilize the spiritual group. Go back to church, you know, gain connection with a coach. Whatever is your niche with that. And surround yourself in an environment. And it's not the easiest thing to achieve, but it's achievable. Just take your time with it. Love on you. Appreciate the process. Appreciate your growth. And be happy. You know, be happy. Be happy for others. Live vicariously through others. If you're not at that point in life with love or with money and finance, them, it's coming. I'm a firm believer in claiming it. It's coming, it's coming. Keep praying, keep worshiping, keep believing, keep having faith. We need more love, more light, more laughs. And we need more opportunities to be great in our own moment and try to be present more.
like I, I like I said, I had an emotional, not an emotional day, but I, I went through like an emotional split second just thinking about, you know, where I'm at. And I'm just like grateful, you know, have gratitude. Get up and just say thank you because today's the day. Today's the day you got up to breathe and see light. As y'all always know, I love, love using my voice to talk to you guys. So utilize this segment. Please share it. Like it. Um, just enjoy it. You know what I mean? Whatever you want to contribute to the show. I just like the fact that you come up here to listen, honestly. Um, I'm trying to build a podcast, expand a little bit. So, you know, stay tuned for more with Rose Gold Magnolia. This is my baby. I appreciate any and everybody that comes to the podcast and to tune in and to tap in and just vibe with me. Um, as always, I'm your favorite local host, Ms. Renee. And it's getting late, y'all. And I love y'all so much. I only have a couple of minutes, but, you know, I like to get off before my time is up. Um, leave um, comments. Um, it's Q&A. I think I'll have a question Q&A um, so if you want to answer, you can. If not, you can leave comments. You you could. I think you can message me on this. If you like to hear a certain topic, you know, utilize it. Hit me up on my social media platform, Pretty Poetic underscore LJ. Again, if you want to hear a certain topic, just leave um, a topic, or if you have a discussion you would like to have with me, a one-on-one session. Um, utilize my email at rgmarketing at gmail.com again or hit me on all my social media platforms. I have Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. I love y'all so much. Y'all have a great night. Peace and love y'all. I'm out.